Hi everyone and welcome to the lucky 13th episode of Pod Appetit. This week we're up in Riverdale in the Bronx, but first my uh, usual appeal to you, please to rate and review this podcast if you can, or send any feedback or suggestions to our email, which is hello at podappetit.com. And if you haven't already, do please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or whatever your favourite podcasting platform may be. And please follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at podappetit. A couple of other things to mention. We did get some feedback last week that the sound quality wasn't quite up to our usual standards. Many apologies for that. We're bringing this week's podcast back into the studio, so hopefully what you're hearing now sounds much better already. And secondly, you might recall that last week we reviewed Atla downtown. We were, if you remember, forced to have the breakfast menu and though the food was good the prices were way too high and the obligation to eat breakfast was let's say frustrating well as of yesterday november 1st atla has now abolished the breakfast menu and starts with its lunch dinner menu at 11 a.m good move atla pod appetit is taking all the credit for that one okay enough about atla let's go to the bronx After the awful events at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh on Saturday, this has been a tough week for Jews in America. Of course, this isn't the forum to discuss those events and their consequences at any length. You want to hear my carefully considered restaurant reviews, but as a Jew living in America, indeed, as an American Jew, despite my accent, I will say that these past few days have been sad, scary and discomforting. We have all responded within our communities and our families in our own ways. And it's a cliche, but one typically Jewish form of response is, of course, to eat. We look for food that comforts, which in this case means Jewish comfort food, the meat and no veg of the shtetlers filtered through the rather more abundant American experience. Liebman's Deli opened in 1953 in Riverdale in the northwest Bronx, just beyond the very northern tip of Manhattan. It survived that long in part, at least, because in this ever-changing city, Riverdale has maintained a relatively large Jewish population, and its demographics have arguably shifted less than many other neighbourhoods. Indeed, there aren't that many old-school authentic delis left anywhere in New York. The Carnegie and Stage delis' highlights of most trips I made to the city from when I was a teenager until I moved here are long gone now. Katz's on the Lower East Side, of course, continues to thrive in some ways more than ever. If the block-length line to get in made up entirely of European tourists, which I experienced on a recent weekday, is a good indicator. The Second Avenue Deli moved to just off Third Avenue and now has a spin-off branch and bar upstairs on the Upper East Side. There are also some newer retro places and some establishments that serve good versions of traditional Jewish deli food, but which really aren't delis. Liebman's is an authentic Jewish deli. It is kosher, like the Second Avenue Deli, but unlike Katz's, and has a rough, slightly faded charm. Booths with vinyl padding and formica tables, floor tiles and ceiling tiles mirroring each other almost precisely, framed Jewish, slightly Middle Eastern art on the walls. 
You walk in by the display counter where a cornucopia of pickles and coleslaw and stuffed cabbages and potato salads and all other good things await. At the table you are handed a large laminated menu containing three pages of small print listing pretty much everything you could ever expect. Sandwiches, salads, entrees, Middle Eastern, chopped liver, knishes, eggs, combos, platters, smoked fish, the list goes on and on. There were four of us visiting. Given that we were in need of comfort, we ordered a lot. Pastrami on rye, hot dogs, corned beef platter, knishes, latkes, falafel platter for the one person in our party who wasn't into all the deli meat stuff. Our server was charming and polite, none of that for the tourist New York shtick he used to get at the stage in Carnegie and that Katz's is still happy to dole out. And he was thorough, carefully repeating our order back to us to ensure that he'd got everything we had asked for. A bowl of pickles, cucumbers only, new green sour and dill, and a bowl of coleslaw, slightly too much mayo but good, were plonked down on the table as soon as we'd ordered. After a few minutes, the food started arriving, in no particular order. The pastrami is machine-sliced, not hand-cut, as at Katz's and some of the new wave delis you find downtown and in Brooklyn, and is classically piled high between two slices of rye. I prefer my pastrami hand-cut if possible. It's moister and often smokier that way, but this is the way I imagine things have always been done at Liebman's. And that's not necessarily bad. For a start, a sandwich overstuffed with layer upon layer of thin pink meat squished into a compressed oval is a beautiful thing. And this was a good pastrami sandwich. Add a smear of mustard and it was way easier to finish than it should have been for its large size. We also had a corned beef platter, literally a plate with about 18 slices of meat arranged upon it. The corned beef wasn't quite up to the level of the pastrami. It was slightly dry and crumbly, but the taste was good. A hot dog was, I imagine, a Hebrew national sausage cooked on the griddle and yielding a satisfying snap of the skin when it was bit into. It was well cooked, but a completely standard hot dog. A potato knish was soft and earthy, if slightly bland. Mustard helped with that too. The latka, or potato pancake as they call it, was a disappointment, though it looked good. But the outside was limp, and the interior was as mushy as the knish. The difference, though, is that the knish is supposed to be mushy, whereas the latka should have been more identifiably potato-like. And then we had the falafel. Well... One of us had the falafel. They were actually pretty good, though I suspect not homemade. They had a good consistency, crisp on the outside and soft and well-seasoned on the inside. The latka could have learned something from them. They came with a plastic tub of tahini, some pita breads and some rather limp salad. Our non-meat eater realised when this arrived that in fact what she had intended to order was the Middle Eastern combination platter which also comes with hummus, baba ganoush, etc. She mentioned this to the waiter, who confirmed, still politely, that he'd brought what she ordered. Weirdly, though, no attempt was made by the restaurant to offer to bring the other elements that would have made up the big dish, and, of course, made up a bigger bill for us. Instead, it was reiterated that this is what she had ordered, and that was the end of the discussion. So the place is a little run down, the waitstaff are friendly but don't go the extra mile, and the food isn't spectacular. But I would go back tomorrow, or even this afternoon if the opportunity arose. Yes, I'm biased, I love old school Jewish delis and this is a quintessential example of that. But you can eat well here, and you will be comforted and hopefully satisfied. If you're in the mood for some old school American Jewish food, Liebman's hits the spot. Four out of five stars.
I hope you enjoyed that. Final reminder, please do follow us on Instagram and Twitter and to subscribe to us through your favourite podcasting platform. Please do rate and review, etc. It really, it really does help. We'll be back again next week when we'll be checking out Nougatine at Columbus Circle. Until then, happy eating and pot appetit.